Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1. You, you, oh my goodness! You, you heard what just happened, right? I did. Oh man, I knocked something over in the studio, and uh, it's not a pretty picture right now. But anyway, we'll just have to move right on. Uh, it is Westplex 107.1. I am. You're still laughing about that. I am yeah. Shelly. She is Brad. Uh, we are here to one entertain you. Two inform you three enlighten you and four with shelly just do stupid stuff she just does stupid stuff you know i mean i do yeah we both do actually no 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 oh, yeah. never never me never me uh it is 607 uh you know what i'll be honest with you we had uh we had uh, uh spring kick in last week and officially on what was it? Uh, what was the deal? Uh, on Friday, uh, it kicked in, but it didn't. No, it it was. Did it come in Thursday night? Like was last was the night? Yeah, that's right. It came in Thursday night at like ten forty at night, and then Friday was our first official day of spring, and the temperatures weren't bad. Saturday was nice, and then since Sunday, it's sort of been downhill since then. Uh, it's not been warm. It's been uh, sort of on the cold side, and we'll have the uh, forecast coming up in just a couple of minutes with Jennifer. Who will tell us what's going on with the weather? Well, 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 well. Uh, more stuff as we go along. New York continues to be the hotbed of all the problems. Um, you know, I have to be honest with you. Um, there's one, well, there's not one thing, but, you know, in all of our elected officials, you know, sometimes you want to say, okay, what were they thinking? You know what I mean? You just go, okay, well, why did they do that? Or why did they say that? I think. And I know I'm going to get grief on this because anytime you say anything positive about the president, you've got people going, hey, he's a jerk. He should be impeached. You should throw him out of office. I think he's doing a good job, except for he still can't get away from throwing digs in it at, at like, for example, him and, and Mario Como are going back and forth about, you know, the stuff in New York. And yesterday, if you watch the uh, town hall meeting he had, uh, there was a question brought up from one of the uh, you know questioners who was just Joe Average, but of course you know they handpicked those people. But a Joe Average questioner who did their little uh, little selfie question and wanted to know uh, why they didn't have all these ventilators in New York. And Trump comes on and says, "Well, in 2015, and he actually has this letter. In 2015, we offered the state of New York 15,000 ventilators, and they said no." So now they're complaining we don't have any ventilators, but it was because of the fact that, and he's had exactly what they spent the money for instead of buying these ventilators five years ago. Okay, I get it. He's right, you know, in, at least in this case, but just move on. You know what I'm saying? You know, just, you know, essentially say, look, we're doing all we can for New York. We know it's a bad situation. Uh, we're going to give as many ventilators out there as we can. Yeah, now is not the time for him to have a tantrum. Well, you know, but but that's him, you know, and I get it. That's, I understand that's him, but now is not the time to I, be him right now. Look, I agree. He needs to be presidential. He does not need to be a, a spoiled child. I, I agree, but it's still funny every time he calls Joe Biden Sleepy Joe. I mean, I'm sorry. To me, it's like, this is our president. and And, you know, what's interesting about it is, is that, what he's doing, he's doing the classic, the classic marketing thing. 
You know, I mean, it's it's like it's right out of marketing 101. I mean, you know, what do you do if you were if you were uh, trying to think of like a, a, a product campaigns in the past that have been like, uh, you know, built around the fact that you sort of make fun of your competitor? You know what I mean? I mean, uh, trying to think of one right off the top of my head. But, you know, the idea being is, is that it's almost like a comparison kind of thing, you know, like. Is and, it like negative courtship? Well, no. I mean, like, for example, I've always been a big fan of of charts. In other words, if you have like two products and, you know, you have like, let's say it's a garage door opener and you have product A, which is your product and you have product B, which is the competition. Okay. And then you have a long list on the left column of, you know, uh, you know, goes up in three seconds, uh, you know, uh, has a special security feature. Uh, you, you know, your kids will never be harmed because it has a uh, LED sensor that, uh, you know, the, the door won't fully close unless it's, uh, you know, the, the area is clear. And, you know, the one you're selling, you know, all the way down the line, check, 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 check. And the competitor only has like two or three check marks. You're going like, whoa, I don't know if I want to buy brand X. I think I want to buy brand A. You know what I mean? And, and to a certain extent, it's one of those sort of comparison things. But what you're sort of doing is, you know, I mean, like, for example, there's there's this uh, uh, there's these very successful Internet campaigns. And there's this one that I get you probably don't get. I get these really well done videos for this soap for men called Dr. Squatch. Have you ever seen this before? No, um, I think they've realized that um, I'm not a man. Well, but sometimes they make mistakes. You know what I mean? You know, it's some. You know, sometimes the uh, the, uh, the the profiling algorithm. on the internet. Yeah, the algorithm is not perfect. Anyway, I get these all the time, and it's some kind of soap that's handmade or blah blah blah. And the commercials are really funny. Like Sasquatch. Is that like a playoff Sasquatch? That's what it is. He's in a couple of the ads. And the idea being is that, you know, you're and you know, in other words, I'm surprised if he's in a couple ads, I'm surprised that is it was a Geico that used the uh Yeah, but you can't you can't trademark Sasquatch. I mean, that's like public domain. That's like if there's ever a better example of public domain, you know, because it's been like people have used that for years and years and years. That would be like saying, well, I own the trademark to the abominable snowman. Or it would be like it's almost as ridiculous as saying, I own the trademark to Westplex. I mean, it's one of those things you just go like, hold it. Did I just say that? <laughs> Shelly, are you still there? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. What he does is he started when he calls them names like that. Like remember he called him like low. What he had what he call uh, uh, Mario uh, uh, the, the the senator from uh, from uh, uh, Florida. He called him Little Mario. You know, and 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 once again, I mean, it's to the point where one thing. It's to the point where it's like, okay, has there ever been a president? Well, you know, Clinton sent some funny stuff. You know, Clinton made some comments about various people and things like that that I thought were sort of humorous uh, in the past. George Bush, every once in a while, he let loose with a couple funny things. But, you know, Trump is just like, he just, you know, he just never stops. And when you compare right now, and this is going to be the interesting thing, I watched a video of Joe Biden doing a thing yesterday, and this was funny. You know this guy, Jake Tapper, on, on uh, CNN, the guy that's been somewhat controversy, controversial? You know? I don't watch CNN. Well, he's, he's, he's another one of the press corps that's, you know, been sort of obnoxious at times, and, you know, and, you know, now, Mr. President, you know, one of those kind of guys. 
He interviewed Joe Biden yesterday, or, or was it uh, yesterday or Monday? And in the middle of the interview, it was one of these things where Joe Biden was in his house. And, of course, he made the point of saying, I'm quarantined in my house in, in Delaware. You know, he goes through the whole thing. You know. And in the middle of the interview, Biden coughs. And he puts his hand up to his mouth. And Jake Tapper calls him out. Says, Mr. You know, Mr. Vice President, uh, you're not supposed to do that anymore. You're supposed to put your your hand, your you're supposed to put your face into your into your el- inner elbow, and he and he demonstrates it. You know where you know like Jake Tapper puts his hand up. You know, I mean his arm up where you know you know puts his. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to do right now. If you can hear that, where you put your you know uh, you know face into your elbow crease. You know what I mean? Where you're where you're yeah, on the inside. Yeah. Okay, and like you're doing the dab. Yeah, sort of like that. And and Biden sort of laughs. And Tapper goes at it again. He says, no, 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 this is the way you do it. You do it. You put your arm up like this. And I'm going like, man, he made him look stupid, you know? And he just sort of looks, I don't know, he just sort of looks sort of lost. Am I the only guy that, 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 that Who, sees Biden? that? Yeah, don't you think when you no, look at him, I he, do, he just Brad. sort of looks I like do. he's like, I think where am I? That he's got a little dementia going ah, on. Man. I, 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 you know what? I'm it, sorry to say that. It bothers me. When, it bothers me a, when you say that. He's a fine man. But, I know. And rightfully has earned the respect to get as far as he has gotten and especially to be the uh, possible democratic candidate. But I, I think that's what the reason, you know, you sit there and you talk about it and you talk about how uh, Mrs. Our first, Mrs. Biden, Dr. Biden, um, Dr. Protected of him. Yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah. Well, you know what though? And, and here's the thing. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Joe Biden because he is one of the people I refer to as a survivor. If you know his history, um, his first wife, and I think one of his kids was killed in a horrendous car accident when he was relatively young. Matter of fact, when he first uh, went to uh, Washington, D.C. to be either either a rep or a senator, I can't remember which one he was. His one son died not that long ago of brain cancer. He's got another son who is obviously a little bit of a... Uh, bad boy, and maybe some people would say a lot of. <coughs> oh, I sneezed into my uh, into my uh, arm into your yeah, dad I, bow into my dad bow, just like I should. God, these allergies are driving me nuts. Anyway, um, he has that that you know uh, he has the sun, and I'm going like you know there are some people that would never come out of their house again. You know what I mean? I mean, that went through that kind of stuff, that have a horrendous car accident, have your wife killed, and I believe one of his kids, I'll look that up, and, you know, then go through politics, then, you know, lose a son, then have another son who's, like, really in some deep doo-doo right now, you know, and it started things like, you know, and he, and he gets up every morning, and he keeps he's slugging away at it, and I have tremendous respect in the world for people like that, because, unfortunately, most people, when they get kicked, you know, and they're down, they stay down, you know what I'm saying? I do. I know exactly what you're saying. And, and you know, it's all about, um, you know, hills and valleys. You know, I mean, you're up on top and things are good. And then you go down in the valley and it's not so great. And if you're on your bike, you got to pedal back up to the hill and it's always tough. And when you get up there, you feel great, but it doesn't last long. <laughs> and then you're down in the, in the valley again. And that's sort of life. Up and down, up and down, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, sometimes bad, 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 good, and sometimes good, 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 bad, you know, but still, you know, it's one of those things. Anyway, what the hell am I talking about? You're talking about the meaning of life and do, do to I get mean, back up, stick your big toe out and get my, back up, my pull Donald, your big girl panties up. And, my Donald Trump toe? 
Huh? My Donald Trump toe. Yes, that <laughs> Donald Trump toe. Okay. <laughs> Am I making any sense at all? <laughs> Not about the Donald Trump toe because people don't understand that, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, you are. Okay, we have to take a break. But I still do think that back to back to the original comment. I really do think that he's got some form of dementia going on. Could be. Hey, we are here to try to help you through all this. Uh, you know, I, and I, I'll tell you what, uh, Mister Advertiser, do me a favor, okay? If you come to us and say, "I want to start my commercial out by saying in these difficult times." Because I listen to a lot of different radio stations, and it's like I heard almost, it was, what they weren't three commercials back-to-back. There were two back-to-back, and then a couple more commercials, and then a, a third commercial. And they started, in these difficult times, hey, you don't have to tell everybody it's difficult times. Just tell them what you're going to do for them to make it better, okay? And that's what we're trying to do. We've got a bunch of websites we put up, westplex.news. You can keep up to date on all the stuff that's going in the Westplex. You'll find out all the stuff from St. Charles County. Uh, you'll see the stuff there from O'Fallon, a uh, bunch of different other sources. And it's actually pretty timely and pretty accurate. Well, I shouldn't say accurate. It's very accurate stuff, but it's timely. Uh, then we have westplex.video. Uh, you can watch, and that's pretty much the St. Louis area news videos, but you can see all the different videos that the TV stations have put up on YouTube. That's at westplex.video. If you'd like to join with us and help move the Westplex forward, you can join our organization. It's only $99, and quite honestly, if you're that strapped right now, and I know people are, if you don't have 99 bucks. Call us. We'll work out a deal with you. Go to westplex.biz. You want the weather? We've got westplexweather.com. And if you want Shelly, you've got Shelly.westplex. And you can find out all about Shelly and the Westplex. The last... no, that's not true. Don't yeah. listen to him. Yeah, I made the last one up. Okay. It's 619. <laughs> Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Shelly, did you see what happened with the stock market yesterday? No, what happened? Up over 2,000 points within this month. We've set, and I, I, I'm pretty sure when I say this, I think we've set the record for the worst, or at least one of the worst drops in the history of the stock market, and one of the most, uh, one, and I think yesterday was officially the best increase in the stock market in one day, in one month. You know, I it's wish just, I would have gotten my... My two shares of something. <laughs> well, you should have bought Boeing. I'm telling you, you know all the naysayers <laughs> on that. Uh, since Friday, it's been up. What we figure, 32 points, something like that. You know, Boeing. Something like that. Boeing's yeah. going to come back. I mean, Boeing's got some some issues, you know, with the 737 and stuff like that. But they're going to work that out. Yeah, that's going to be all all, yeah, all they taken will. care. Yeah, it'll be taken care of. Uh, it is 6:27. Uh, the weather. Well, you know what? You're probably wishing for sunshine and you know a nice day today. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, temperature is going to be okay, uh, mostly cloudy this morning, but we should have, believe it or not, some uh, partly cloudy conditions this afternoon. And then late afternoon, they're promising full-on sun, like in the 3, 4, 5 o'clock hour, something we haven't seen since, what, Saturday? It's been like, yeah, I think Saturday's the last time I saw the sun. The sun came out for like maybe 10 minutes yesterday i was so excited really not where i was at where were, where were you did it what st peter's area it came out no i w- yeah st peter's area man i tell you what i don't I, I don't think i was out and about most of the day yesterday and i don't remember you know and here i'm gonna get in trouble if i said well i was out, out and about i shouldn't say most of the day you know a lot of, of several times trying to get my car working um and people are gonna you shouldn't be doing that 
you know, I'm already getting, I've already had uh, a call who shall remain nameless. Uh, someone who heard me on the air talking about you. I hear you talking about going out to Schnooks. You shouldn't do that. You should, you should have gone to Schnooks and you should have stockpiled enough food. Well, first off, I don't have a freezer and my refrigerator is a little tiny dorm refrigerator. So I can't put much stuff, much stuff in it, you know? And then the other problem I have is like the mice that live with me. You know, if I have too much, if I have too much food here, (laughs) whatever, and the squirrels that live with me, (laughs) You don't think? Oh. No. Okay. Okay. Squirrels, maybe. Not mice. Uh, okay. Be that way. Okay. It's 629. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. We are the morning team. Yes. It is uh, Shelly. That's me. And she's Brad. And our website is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, weather's coming up from Jennifer. Wojcicki. You were playing with your Nord there for a minute, I know. Um, no, I was not. I had somebody the other day said, what are you talking about with their Nord? And I, you know, and quite honestly, I've never seen one before, but Shelly, everybody else has, what's the one everybody else has, the vape unit that everybody else has, the, the, the one that, uh, that got in the trouble, jewel. the jewel. Yes. They got in trouble with the yeah, government because that. of the fact that they were marketing to kids. Uh, Shelly has a Nord. What's the difference between a Nord and jewel? Um, jewel is like really intense nicotine delivery system. Yeah. And the Nord is just a regular vape. It's just a different kind of vape hmm. delivery system. Hmm. You know, it's not as hard on you. It doesn't give you uh, a head rush. It doesn't, you know, make you feel not right. You mean you mean after you use Jewel when you take a you know like you take a hit on Jewel, it's like, hey, well, man, rush. No, it's not like that. No, it's not like that. It's 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 not a good rush. I don't think it's a good rush. God, my, other people may. My old days working at the original KSOQ. God, I'd get I'd get so tired. We we'd go out and we'd get these Casey types. And you know, once again, I have no problem with Casey. But back in the day, their listeners were very anti KSLQ. You know, and I guess maybe I don't know. Maybe their masculinity was threatened. I have no idea. But we'd go places and people would go like, "Hey, man, KSLQ sucks." Casey, they play Rush, and they would always say that they play Rush. You couldn't say they play Rush. You had to go Rush. You had to search. That's sound true. Like. It, it's 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 a passage. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay, some and I don't want to be the bearer of bad tidings, but we're going to talk about this and try to frame it in a positive way. Okay, the according to news reports, and if it's not the case. Uh, the Embassy Suites people can call me at 314-280-8880 and tell me that I'm not right. Uh, but the Embassy Suites by Hilton near St. Charles Convention Center, actually by, it's like connected to it, is closed. 296-room hotel room uh, closed down a couple days ago. Um, and uh, get this. This is, this is the point that I talk about all the time about doing business with, in, within the community, Okay. The guy who is, this guy's name is Robert O'Laughlin. He's uh, CEO of Lodging Hospitality. It's a large hotel operator in St. Louis region. He said last week that occupancy plummeted to 20% from the typical 80% in the St. Louis area. And he said Saturday that his company's properties are have not closed, but he didn't rule that out. Now, there's the problem right there. All of a sudden, if you go, if you're a hotel operator and you go from, you know, 80% 
occupancy and depending upon the time of the year and depending upon if there's events or things like that in the area because you know there are some times when there are big events in the st louis area where you can't find a hotel room anywhere yes you know? i mean it's just to that the is, point where that is absolutely accurate they are a hundred percent booked and all of a sudden you go down to 20 percent. i mean man that's like a kick in the shorts and, you know, and that's the problem. Everybody's getting kicked in the well, shorts. Well, but that's the problem right now is that now if you if there was ever, you know, an educational tool to show you how important, you know, the the circulation of business within our community is, you know, that, you know, once again, I know it sounds corny, but if you go to the, you know, to the local, uh, you know, restaurant, if you go to uh, Stephanita's and order a pizza, you know, that uh, Bill LeBomb, you know, lives here in the St. Louis area and his brother, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the dog. Are the son of Steph that you know they pay their 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 employees and their employees go out and that money circulates and Bill and I think his name Glenn uh, they go out and you know they buy a house and they buy a car and they buy a truck and you know that kind of stuff and and you know and it, you know you and I get that really well because it's what we do we try to get people's businesses to grow by promoting them to get them to do more business to you know get the the word out about services they offer and things like that and all of a sudden. When you get a situation like this, the whole thing comes crashing down. And I know Trump took a lot of grief yesterday because if you watched his his um, his uh, uh, town hall thing, he essentially said when they asked him, uh, they asked him, when are you going to try to get things back? And he said, Easter, which I believe is April 12th. I, I don't have a calendar in front of me, but I believe it is. that's April that's 12th. That's the babe's birthday. Okay. Yes. Oh, your daughter's birthday is the 12th, is it? Yeah, I'll be darn interesting. Okay, so this year it's for her it's Easter, because um, you know I can never keep track of Easter because it moves around all over the place. It's not like Christmas. We already know where Christmas is. You already are. You know what? By the way, do you know when the Fourth of July is? Uh, on the fourth. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was a trick question. Okay, so so the idea being that. He, and 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 he's already getting pushback. Oh, things aren't going to be good by then. And he got in trouble for his quote about saying, "We have to be careful that the cure is not worse than the illness." And I get it. And there comes a point when you have to say, "Okay, we have to put our you know big boy and big girl panties back on, and we got to go out there and slug away." You know what I'm saying? I do. But what the hell? Not to mention the fact that I don't know about anybody else, but just to know that I'm supposed to stay home, that I've been told to stay home, makes me want to be out that much more. Well, I I know that feeling. (laughs) I I do know that feeling. I can't tell you. I think a lot of people know that feeling. Well, I, I this is a terrible thing to say. I can't tell you what decade it was when I stayed home for a full 24 hours. Okay, now, there have been times, I'm trying to think, well, that's not necessarily right because I can think back on, um, well, I can, you know what, I can tell you that. because You I were can, almost killed by a tractor trailer and got up the next day and went and... Taught a class at Logan. Class. <laughs> yeah, and you know what, the crazy thing about that was, I didn't feel, I didn't feel all my pain until about 24 hours later. You know, isn't that weird? No, that well, she told you that's what was going to happen. Yeah, but but they also shot me full of stuff at the hospital, 
you know. I know. Yeah. So Thank you. <laughs> I was, You're welcome. I, I was feeling no pain for about 12 hours, you know, and then after the 12 hours ran off, it's like, oh, my God, am I sore. Okay. And, and, but, but I feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck. Well, oh, wait well, a minute. No, I have. In my case, it was a Freightliner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't a Mac. It was a Freightliner, and I—I I don't know if I should tell that story. I, you no, know, probably not. They talk about they talk about memories you okay, have go ahead and tell in it. your in your mind. This guy. Okay, say what? Memories you have in your mind that are like indelible memories. Okay. I uh, have those. Okay. Well, <laughs> these are one of my memories. When he hit me from the side, he spun me around, and then he t-boned me, and I can still remember looking out you know by this time my my driver's side window my in front and back had already blown out and when he hit me i could have reached out the the uh the the you know the side window my driver's side window of my car and touched his grill of his truck i remember seeing that and i literally thought i'm dead because you know when you're sliding down the highway sideways at 55 miles an hour and you get t-boned by a tractor trailer it's over, you know, and I can still remember that, you know, it's put a point. It's like, man, that's probably something that's not going to go away anytime soon. Is but, that why his license ended up in your back seat? Yeah. <laughs> because when he T-boned you, because you're like, somebody's going to know who did this. And you reached out and you grabbed that license and no, your adrenaline no, no, no. It got pulled tor- it back. It got torn off. Yeah. When he hit me on the side, the license plate tore off the truck. And literally, as I went, as I went to the impound lot to take my stuff out of my car, I find this license plate in the back of the truck. And I'm going, no, it can't be. So when I got the police report, sure enough, it was a license plate came off the front of the truck. And it got ripped off the front That's of the truck. Funny. When he T-boned me, ended up in the back seat of the car. How bizarre is that? A- anyway, uh, the point the point being that, and I don't know, what point was I trying to make? Uh, you just sort of have to pick. You're, you're trying to uh, make, make a, a positive spin on... Uh, the St. Charles Hotel closing. Did you know the Drury had to lay off uh, over 200 workers? I'm telling you, I get it though. I mean, you know, when you're the when you're the owner of the company and and you got, you know, I mean, I mean, I I I don't I you don't know how many times within the last three, four, five days I've talked to people, you know, family members of mine who've called me and told me, well, guess what's happening in my place. You know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and everybody, they want everybody to work from home. If you watch all the TV stations where all the, the, the reporters and the anchors are, like, working from their home, have you seen this yet? I have not, but I don't have TV. Well, I, I, I don't either, but I'm, I'm getting people if telling me. If it's not on Facebook, I don't know about it. Here we go. Shelley, or Westplex.news. Shelly, the... I in, actually do look at that. The informed woman who talks about the fact that if it's not on Facebook, it didn't happen, right? Okay, she gets her, and and you know what? Or Westplex.news. You know it's a what? Really good site. And Mark Zuckerberg is sitting at home right now, listening to you uh, streaming us, and going like, "Oh, I got her, I got her sucked in. She's in the vortex. She's crossed over. Right. She's in the vortex. Oh, I can tell her anything on on my With that site. One side. And she loves it. And see, once again, here's the thing: you are a woman. And you patronize well, no, but but you patronize Facebook. Go back and watch the movie. The guy's a jerk. You know, he, he the whole idea behind Facebook was to make fun of women that he didn't like, make fun of women that jilted I don't him at care Harvard. What kind of person he is? I'm using it 
as a business tool in okay. my toolbox. Okay, and, so okay, like what, um, personal what, 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 reach. What? Well, hold on a minute. You said you don't care what kind of person he is, right? That's what you just said. Who, Mark Zuckerberg? Yes. He's not the same person that he was before. Yeah, but 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 once... what I'm saying is now he's a gazillionaire, and he can maybe have been humbled. Um, just because he's a gazillionaire and he thinks that, you know, okay, so, so I'm not if, even going to talk about this anymore. If you have a guy that is a serial rapist and, uh, you know, and has assaulted 20 women and then he becomes a gazillionaire, that's okay. I'm not even going to address that, Brad. <laughs> I have a problem with that myself. I mean, like if someone is, you know, and I get to give people second chances, but when you become egregiously, uh, I love that word, egregiously, um, um, you know, negative in some respects, I don't think there's redemption for some people. You know what I mean? I mean, there's people sitting on death row in Jefferson City and down in, what is it, Potosi or whatever it is, uh, that uh, there's no redemption for them. And I'm sorry. And I know, I know, you know that's I, against I agree religion. I with that. But I wonder how they're doing. I mean, they could not be, if they're in jail, they could not be um, introduced to the virus. Would you agree? No, no, no. Just the opposite. That was one of the problems. As a matter of fact, some of these cities are letting the, the inmates out because they don't want them in. Well, what to talk about Harvey Weinstein got c19 did you see that no yeah 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 yeah. and 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 what's his face uh uh trump's attorney uh what's the guy's name uh, um cohen uh he's he's petitioning the court to get out of jail because of the fact he doesn't want to get c19 i'm going like okay whatever and then judge matt actually made fun of him about that but anyway we got to take a break we're way behind 648 westplex 107.1 it is bs in the morning i am shelly she's brad our website is bs in the morning dot show Good morning, Shelly. Everything going Good well morning, on your Brad. end? I'm sorry. Are you excited we're going to see some sun today? I am very excited we're going to see some sun today. 45 right now, supposed to get up to 60. Uh, cloudy this morning, but the sun should start to appear uh, right around the uh, noon hour, a little bit after. And and it's going to be, uh, uh, for the most part, uh, partly cloudy, but there should be some full-on sun later in the afternoon. Uh, 60 today, 69 tomorrow, Saturday and Friday, it's going to be 71. So it's going to be nice, nice, nice. At least uh, we'll have to see what happens with that. Oh, you know what, though? I just looked at that. Um, thunderstorms. What? Too, thunderstorms Friday when? and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Friday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, that's okay. But, I, I mean, right now, we all need some sunshine in here in Missouri and St. Charles. Gotcha. If you want to we keep just up, need it. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on in the Westplex, we've got a site for you, westplex.news. Uh, if yes. you want to find out what's going on video-wise, westplex.video. You want to find out what's going on with the restaurants in uh, the St. Charles County area, westplex.directory, which is a new one. So if you go to westplex.directory, you will find uh, it'll link right now. It links to the Saint, excuse me, the O'Fallon Chambers uh, website, which has a great list of all the restaurants that are open and the services they're offering. Whether it be curbside, uh, home delivery, or both, 
are like in the case of the brass rail. If you place an order and you're short of toilet paper, you can include a roll of toilet paper with your order. And I'm not making that up. That's actually on the website. Maybe it's a joke. Maybe it's That's not. That's actually good marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, yeah. How many other places are offering uh, toilet paper? And that's all available at westplex.directory. And we thank the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce uh, for keeping that list up to date. And it constantly changes. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, we got to uh, uh, take a little break here. We have an interesting guest coming up within the next 10 to 15 minutes. A I'm guy, so excited. Well, a guy by the name of James Strong, uh, who is a radio guy, but... His full-time gig is he works as an international salesperson for a manufacturing company. I believe they're in Lake St. Louis. I believe that's where the plant is. And this is a guy who regularly travels the world, literally, on a weekly basis. Uh, he could be in Europe. He could be someplace. Like, where in the world is yeah, James Where today? in the world is James Strong? And obviously, he ain't doing much traveling. And we have to find out what's going on with his company because of the fact that, uh, you know, these crazy weird times. Um, and he's an interesting guy. I think you'll uh, hopefully enjoy the interview. Um, you'll love him. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So that'll be coming up uh, probably within about 10 minutes or so. And that'll give you an idea of how uh, we fit into the worldscape. You know, a lot of times you don't realize that some of the businesses you deal with are not necessarily don't just have necessarily a local impact but they have you know an international impact i mean look at boeing i they mean boeing here global, in the st louis area they have global they have responsibility they have yes. an impact in in our galaxy right yes because they're sending stuff out in space right yes okay Anyway, uh, James will be coming up uh, next hour. We have to take a break. Uh, it is BS in the morning, and it is 6.59. Westplex 107.1. You know, that's one of those songs. I don't know about you, Shelly, but that sort of that song grows on me. When it first came out, I got to my go, oh, my God. It's a slow Taylor Swift song. Ugh, shoot me now. But... But no. it's really good. Yeah, I like it now. And, of course, we play the version, uh, the duet with Sean Mendez. And I think we're like the only station that plays that. Um, you know, I, That's I, because we're awesome. <laughs> listen to you. Nothing like thumping your chest, right? Well, and it, we're lovely. At least in my case. Did women talk about, like, beating their chest? I'm, an, I'm a big, strong guy. Do women do that? <laughs> no, it's a little bit more subtle, okay. but totally effective. <laughs> yeah, right. 706, uh, weather today, well, uh, it's going to be an interesting day. At least it's not going to be raining, uh, cloudy this morning. It's 45 right now, it's supposed to get up to 60. Some partly cloudy skies right around the noon hour, and then maybe later in the afternoon, some actual 100% sun. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. I'm so I, excited. Yes, I have on the phone with me a special guest, and the reason... And I wanted to have him on here for a couple different reasons. First off, uh, he's a radio guy, has a podcast right now, and he can promote that. But probably more importantly, his main uh, day job is, if I called you, uh, James Strong, an international salesperson, would that be proper? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. Uh, salesperson by day, podcaster by night. James works for a company, and we're not going to mention the company, but it's a manufacturing company that's headquartered in Lake St. Louis, Correct. That's right. And we do, we do the manufacturing right here in Lake St. Louis. And you know what's always fascinating to me is that when people think of, especially like communities like Lake St. Louis, um, they think manufacturing in Lake St. Louis? Where's that? But there's a lot of manufacturing that goes on in St. Charles County. I mean, obviously you got the General Motors plant, but there's a lot of other manufacturing that, that happens there, isn't there? 
that's true. That's true. And uh, and our company, I mean, we manufacture a lot of things for the uh, for the hygienic industry, for the medical industry, and of course, right now we're focusing on supporting the wet wipe industry, supporting the surgical mask industry, supporting the gown industry. Uh, we're just inundated with gotta have it yesterday type orders from those industries. Now, as I understand your product, essentially you guys produce cutting uh, knives? Is that, is Correct. That Correct. We machine Everything's made by a machine nowadays, of course. And the products we manufacture help in cutting that product, uh, be it a wet wipe, be it a surgical mask, be it a baby diaper, something like that. But but these our, our tooling cuts the product, and then the product is distributed through other people. Now, what's interesting is your product literally goes all over the world. It, it does. It does. Uh, we're just a small Western St. Charles County manufacturer, and uh, probably 30% of everything that we manufacture goes internationally. Uh, in, in fact, I was scheduled to get on an airplane tomorrow to fly to Taiwan to do a week's worth of setup on some machinery that they ordered that uses our tooling. Uh, of course, I won't be doing that. They don't want me there, and I don't want to go there. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, we're truly an international company, and this stuff goes every place you can imagine. Well, and, and that's what's always fascinating. I've listened to you for years, and I've heard you tell the stories of, well, this week I was in Russia, and I'm going like, who is this guy? I mean, how, how, many, how many hundreds of thousands or millions of miles have you traveled so far? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Million Mile Club for American Airlines, and uh, I'm uh, whatever, the A, the A plus for Southwest. Uh, I've got some miles with the others, but those are the primary two. Million, oh, well over a million miles. Now, I get that million mile mark about about eight years ago. Wow! So you're coming up in what two million miles? Yeah, probably close to that. Yes. So you're like uh, you're like uh, uh, Clooney and Up in the Air. You know what I'm talking about? You've seen that movie? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I don't get near the girls that he does. <laughs> Yeah, that's because we're radio guys, right? Okay, so pretty much. So you said thirty percent of the of, of the output of your factory is is international. That's that's correct. And the, I, I was to be in Taiwan, uh, leaving for Taiwan tomorrow, to uh, to set up some equipment there. So yeah, we're we, we sell a lot internationally. So made but, in US, you made in USA means a whole lot to people out there. It still does. See, now that's an interesting thing for someone to say because I know nowadays it's so frustrating. I mean, for example. I'll give this example. I, f I work on cars, okay? And mm -hmm. when you go into uh, a, a, you know an auto parts place, if I go to Napa or you know or O'Reilly or something like that, and especially if I'm working on like uh, if I'm working on sus suspension, like ball joints and tie rod ends and stuff like that, they'll ask me, "Do you want the cheap stuff or the good stuff?" And the cheap stuff is typically made in China. And mm -hmm. if I got a car that I know I'm going to get rid of in a year, I'll buy it typically the cheap stuff. But most of the time, I don't get rid of cars, so I always buy the good stuff. And what's sort of interesting is China still has that connotation of being not so good, right? That's true. Most of it. I mean, they're, they're getting better, of course. If you have a U.S. or European company who makes their stuff in China but puts their badge on it, chances are it's not going to be too bad because they've put their name on it. They've engineered it in a Western country. They've overseen the manufacturing in China. Uh, so it's going to be a better quality. It's still, it's still suspect, though. In my opinion, if it says made in China, uh, 
Uh, Happy Meal toys are fine to be made in China. Something you want to put into a piece of machinery and have it actually function, not so much. Well, I'll give you an example, and this is sort of an interesting radio example. Um, I've had a tower work done on our tower. And one time the one crew came out and they opened up their truck and on inside the door of the uh, truck where they had all their equipment and their climbing gear and stuff, whole bit was a big sign that said, no Chinese hardware. And I said to one of the guys, really? I go, what does that mean? And he goes, we're not allowed to use any, uh, any rigging equipment or any safety equipment that was made in China because a lot of it is counterfeit. He says, you know, everything has to be, uh, you know, approved by all the safety agencies, obviously, for climbing towers and things like that. And he said a lot of the Chinese stuff on the market has fake, uh, um, you know, identification on it as being approved by, you know, the ANSI and the various, uh, you know, standards organizations. And that, therefore, they will not allow any Chinese rigging or Chinese safety equipment on the tower because of the fact that it just doesn't measure up. I thought, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, I don't blame them. Yeah, 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 they, yeah you, right. When you're hanging off the side of a tower, you don't want something that's going to fail on you. Uh, we're talking with James Strong, who is an international sales rep. Now, what's happening with your company because of the fact that you said you're doing a lot of stuff, though the tooling that you guys, the, the, the supplies that are the, the, the products that you guys produce goes out to a lot of different companies for like gowns that make gowns and things like that. Are you guys going like overtime or what? Uh, not overtime per se, but we do run uh, two, full, two full shifts at the plant. Some of the guys are working overtime, but not a ton of overtime right now. Primarily right now, um, I mean, as you know, for the most part, St. Charles County is under a uh, stay-at-home order by uh, County Executive Ellman, right. except for those exempt companies. Uh, we are an exempt company, and I've got a document that proves that I am because we supply tooling to, again, people who make masks. I, I've talked to probably six or seven people who are mask manufacturers this week alone, and one individual company that manufactures machines for masks, for making masks, and they're having us either quote or supply tooling for their operation because they need stuff yesterday. Same with the wet wipe manufacturers. Uh, but no, we're, we're very busy with inquiries, and the big thing that they want is they want it right now. And of course, to manufacture something, you have to order the steel in, and then you have to process the steel, and it, it, it takes time. You can't turn something like tooling for cutting on a dime. It takes time. But, but yeah, right now we are rocking and we're rolling more with the inquiries and the orders more than just the actual manufacturing now because, again, they have to get bids. They have to decide if we can turn it quick enough, and they have to make the decision as to whether or not uh, they're going to invest all this money and have this thing just poof out on them in, in a week or so. And, and you're dealing with companies that, like, for example, what, what President Trump is talking about, and, and there was an article that, that I put up on my Facebook page yesterday about how Ford is trying to adapt some of the parts from the F-150 for uh, these ventilators. Uh, and, and there are companies, I would imagine, some of these companies that are calling you don't normally produce these types of products? Uh, with, with, that's correct. But what they have to do, though, see, and, and I hear these stories about how they're going to start making ventilators in a, in a plant that assembles cars. Um, sorry, I don't see that happening. They can't turn that on a dime. If they do, I, they're a better man than I. Uh, that's hard to do. Most of these people who are deciding they're going to go ahead and manufacture masks now, they have to buy a machine that does this. Uh, it's not like you have a machine that makes, uh, I don't know, computers 
boards, and now you're going to go ahead and manufacture uh, industrial masks. You can't do that. If you're a company, for instance, that manufactures spirits, you can now manufacture hand sanitizers. Uh, in Europe especially, a lot of the perfume manufacturers in Europe, they're now manufacturing hand sanitizers because that's just putting another liquid product into a bottle. It's not uh, assembly, assembling a truck is nothing like assembling and, and, and manufacturing a ventilator. You know, you know I, I appreciate you saying that because I said that exact same thing yesterday and I got some pushback from people. Well, if General Motors really wanted to make stuff out there in Wentzville, you, you know, if you don't really understand manufacturing because of the fact that, that and for example, the, the Wentzville plant is mainly an assembly plant. All these parts that end up in your you know, Chevy Colorado, those for the most part were made somewhere else. That, 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 that's correct. And, and it, this whole manufacturing thing where people start just talking, it's talking smack as far as I'm concerned. It's the same thing as when a guy who doesn't have a doctorate degree starts talking about uh, the coronavirus, okay? You just can't begin to manufacture parts for a ventilator and then put them together. They've got to be tested. They've got to be proven out. They've got to, what type of plastic do you use in that ventilator? What type of 3D printer or mold-making machine do you use in that ventilator? In other words, if you want to mold something, you got to, it, it, it takes, it'll take a month to make a mold, minimum a month to make a mold for a ventilator part, and then you have to assemble it. It's just, can they do it? Sure. But if, in my opinion, if they want to start making and assembling ventilators at the GM plant in Wentzville, uh, if they start doing it by July, I'd pat them on the back. Huh, interesting. Okay. I, and, and I totally agree with you on that because, I mean, I do have a little bit of background in that area, some of the companies that I've worked with uh, in some prior projects I've worked on, and I always find it fascinating that when you go, and like, for example, I have friends of mine that work in Anheuser-Busch, and they talk about how they are, and even to the point where, where they're, they're turning out hand sanitizer. But like you said, they already are set up where they are dealing with liquids. They have, a, you know, all sorts of the, you know, the, the systems that convey the liquid from point A to point B, in this case being beer, uh, but then they have the bottling, they have, you know, the canning, they have, uh, they have uh, you know, all the packaging kind of stuff, and that's sort of what they do on a daily basis. Now, obviously, it's, you know, and, and obviously they, they create alcohol, you know, <laughs> so there's no doubt about that. Now, as far as, as what you guys are doing, can I ask you a weird question? Sure. Is any of your stuff involved in making toilet paper? Uh, sure, absolutely. Uh, now, now we don't make it. We don't do much with the toilet paper manufacturing because that uses a again a different type of machine. It uses a machine that has tooling that's a lot bigger and longer than we're capable of, of manufacturing. Uh, in other words, you may need a, a a knife or a cutting instrument that's maybe six meters long. Okay, we don't have tooling like that. That's somebody else who makes that type of thing. But yours is more is is more like, for example, you mentioned personal hygiene products, uh, feminine hygiene products, things like that, and that's what your your company produces the tooling to make those products. That that that's correct. More along the lines of uh, wet wipes, masks, baby diapers, adult incontinence products, feminine care products. Basically, if you put a diaper on your baby's bottom, uh, and it was manufactured in North America, we probably made the knives and cutting systems that cut that baby diaper. No, probably. No kidding. But. Oh, yeah, about 80% of all baby diaper knives uh, are probably uh, in North America manufactured by us. And it all comes out of Lake St. Louis. 
all comes out of Lake St. Louis. Wow. And you, and you mentioned manufacturing like that. Uh, wet wipes, for instance. Virtually all the wet wipes that are uh, a Lysol brand are made by RB in St. Peter's. Virtually all. I know that because I've spent a lot of time over there the next <laughs> few weeks supplying them with product. They're one of your customers. Now, are, are like, are, are, is your company uh, to the point where obviously you're having new people uh, who are contacting you about possibly uh, you know, switching whatever they're doing and producing some of these products that are in short supply? The companies that you normally deal with, are they like double and triple shifting their plants? I, I don't know. I don't know. And and what you, what you got to remember is, again, um, the folks who manufacture the product that we build, uh, they're skilled tradesmen. And you, you, you can't take, uh, if a waitress in a restaurant just lost her job, she can't come to us and start making knives because that's a skilled trade that quite often requires trade school and everything else. So it's, it's hard to find skilled tradespeople uh, right now. Uh, skilled tradespeople, they're all working right now. And we'd love to have more. Everybody in the trades would love to have more. But, uh, but it's difficult to find the people who can do the work uh, from, a, from a training standpoint. And, and that's one reason, I think, why right now we don't, we don't run so many. We run two shifts and not three because it's, it's tough to find the folks. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear that all the time, and Shelly and I talk about it all the time. Uh, one of our good clients, Caleb Hunter at uh, Extreme Electrical, is always bemoaning the fact that he can't find young guys that want to be craft people. They don't want to be an electrician or an HVAC guy or stuff like that. They want to sit behind a computer all day and do website stuff. And don't we all, right, James? <laughs> uh, well, I, well, I'll tell you what. If, if, you're, if you're looking to make some money, all kidding aside, skilled trades is where it's at. I, I couldn't um, agree with you more. I mean, I mean, I, they're machinists. Uh, electricians, welders, linemen. Yeah, there's a welders. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A short and mechanics. Now the auto dealerships are having a terrible. Well, you're not even a mechanic anymore. You're more like a computer technician nowadays with cars nowadays. Right. Hey, yeah. Would, no, no, no more working under your your car under a shade tree unless you're just going to swap out an alternator or something simple. Hey, now hold on a minute. Now I got a shade tree and I got tools and I do more than <laughs> alternators. So. <laughs> well, I, I will I will tell you on on my car. Uh, I've had several problems with my car. Uh, it's a 2017 Jaguar XE, and every problem has been a software update. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I have a problem with my car I'm driving right now. I have a transmission problem, and it's not the transmission. It's some goofy sensor or something like that because of the fact yeah. that, you know, it's a transmission's working fine. It's just the computer is not telling the transmission to do the proper thing. We're talking with James Strong, who works at a manufacturing plant. Uh, he's an international salesperson. Uh, now, when did you get off the road? You haven't been traveling, uh, and I know you travel all the time. Uh, uh, have you traveled in the last couple of weeks? I have. About two weeks ago, I had a trip to uh, the East Coast. And when I got on the plane on a Monday in St. Louis, uh, the airport was it was empty, unbelievably empty. I even, I even posted pictures on Facebook. Uh, you could walk up to the Starbucks. There was no line at Starbucks at the airport, which is just unheard of. Uh, the plane was probably two-thirds full on the way to Washington Reagan Airport, which on a Monday morning is always packed. Uh, I had some customers pull the plug, so I cut the trip off on Thursday instead of Friday. On the way home, the plane was maybe half full, and the airport was just dead. Uh, at that time, uh, we decided to pull the plug on, on travel. It was hard to get places. 
the coronavirus was ramping up. Uh, more and more of my customers said, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. We'll talk to you on the phone. We don't want you here. So, uh, yeah, I, there's been a hiatus put on me for about two weeks. And quite frankly, Brad, I have no idea when I'm going to go back on the road. Oh, things, are cha- things are changing. Oh, I know. I, I hear you 100%. When was your last international trip? Uh, last international trip, probably about two months ago. I was in Canada. Uh, no, about a month and a half ago, I was in Mexico. And now, do you do you ever do any trips into China? I have, uh, not recently. I've, I haven't been to China, uh, mainland China, probably in about three years. But uh, again, like I said, I was scheduled to be in the Republic of China, Taiwan, uh, tomorrow. I was supposed to leave tomorrow. So, uh, so and, and people over there, you, you talk about made in USA. Uh, once upon a time, I used to do a ton of business in the Philippines because of the machinery they had. They changed machinery, so they don't use our product so much anymore, so that business has gone down. But they always bought our stuff because in many of these third world countries, they don't have the infrastructure to manufacture stuff like that. They can't buy tool steel. If they buy the tool steel, they can't have it heat treated. They don't have the machinery to uh, fabricate tool steel parts so they and even if they could bring in the steel they have to import the steel from japan and pay a huge tariff if they're going to pay the tariff they may as well pay the tariff on the finished part so that's why a lot of made in usa stuff uh for third world countries is, is big over there because they can't make it in their country well you know that's interesting to hear because some sometimes the narrative you hear is like well americans we don't make anything anymore but i say this all the time uh, Western St. Charles County, a lot of manufacturing. Uh, for example, you know this from the Washington area. There's a ton of manufacturing in Washington, Missouri. Uh, the industrial parks out to the west of town, uh, there's tons of uh, manufacturers out there and a lot of very precision work being done as subcontractors for Boeing. Absolutely. We, in fact, we, we partner with some of the shops out there with some of the stuff. And uh, there's a lot of manufacturing out there by Washington, in the Washington Union area, a lot more than people think. Oh, I know, I know, and 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 people are always surprised. Really? And I'll go through like, okay, there's this company, this company, this company, this company, and chances are, like for example, with uh, with uh, Sporlin Valve, chances are that if you are in a, a commercial facility or even a residential facility, some of the parts that are made in Washington, Missouri, run your air conditioning and heating system. Sure. Uh, Sogan Plastics out there. They make a lot of plastic containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Strong, I appreciate you being on with me. It's been interesting. Maybe as we go down the road here with this crazy time we're in, uh, once again, international sales guy for a, uh, a manufacturing company in Lake St. Louis by day and at night, a podcaster. Yeah, th- and, and if I could, uh, those of you who miss me on the radio, I miss you too. Uh, but I, I never went away. I still have a podcast. Uh, Go ahead and uh, it's at Spreaker.com. It's a, the James Strong Show. You can find it anywhere. It's on iTunes. It's on uh, Google Play. It's on TuneIn. It's on Spotify. You can find it on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's on YouTube. It's on CastBox. You name it, it's there. Just Google James Strong Show, and I'm there. Or the easiest way, send an email to me. James Strong Show at Hotmail.com. It's easy to remember. James Strong Show at Hotmail.com. You send me your email address. I put you on my mailing list. Uh, the show drops. I send it to you. You can download it and listen to it at your leisure. You are the man and a podcaster. You've been doing this, what, four or five years now? Uh, 
off and on about four or five years. Yes, steadily about three. I'll be darn interesting. Thank you so much. It was enlightening. And you know what? I have to tell you, I feel better about the fact that what you say about uh, some of the foreign countries uh, talking about if it's made in America, it's an excellent, uh, uh, you know, excellent product. I'm glad to hear somebody say that. You bet. Okay, James, have a good one. Thank you, Brad. You too. Hey, eat a chocolate donut for me if you can find it. <laughs> well, at the QT, they don't have them anymore. You can't, you know, you, you, you know and, and a matter of fact, I, I was telling the story uh, that I couldn't find bagels. I went to all my schnook stores, and I had to go to the Ledoux bagel, or the Ledoux schnooks yesterday to find bagels, because obviously the Ledoux, uh, you know, schnooks has a lot of Jewish people there, and you can't have, you know, the, uh, you know, you got to have bagels for, for people like them and like me. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Brad. Take care, man. Interesting guy, don't you think, Shelly? I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, interesting. He is just fascinating. Well, he and, really is. You know, and here's a perspective of the fact that, that you know, the fact that, uh, you know, everything's shut down. No, these guys are grinding out, out there in, 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 in Lake St. Louis. And there's a lot of places that are running 24-7, you know, because of the fact that, uh, you know, there's a need for it. But, uh, wow. And, you know, you never think about that. You never think about the fact that, I mean, I thought it was interesting when he was talking about, um, you know, the tool steel and things like that. And, you know, once again, mm-hmm. I said that yesterday. I, and I'm not trying to be a nation. Say, well, General Motors, Ford's. I mean, there's a story right now that Ford's gonna, you know, uh, you know, make these respirators. But the only problem is, if you read the story, it says, well, maybe in a month they can make a thousand of them. Yeah, okay, a thousand helps, but we need like a hundred thousand of them. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I so, do know what you're saying. But you know, and back to James Strong. You know, he really is just a good man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Except when he's and, bad. Except for what? <laughs> except when he's bad. Except for what, yeah. Yeah, he's, what he's, he's bad. Yeah, you know what? He he he's 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 somewhat politically incorrect at times. You know why? I like that about him. Well, he, you know how he refers to his wife? Uh, his bride. His trophy wife. See, that's actually a term of endearment. Yes, but some people nowadays you can't say things like that. You know, I mean, I, oh blah blah blah. I, I I agree with you. It's like I saying, would love it if my husband called me a trophy wife. Well, I get that. I think most most well, I shouldn't say that. I think I think there are a segment of the population of women who would love it if their husband would call them a trophy wife. Uh, yes. But uh, but there are nowadays if you say people go, you can't say that that's sexually demeaning. It's like saying well you know she's attractive and she's young she's a trophy wife. Okay. That's also that also means that he married up. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard that. Okay, <laughs> Isn't we, that right, James? <laughs> yeah, we have to take a break at seven thirty. West Plus 107.1. It is BS the morning seven thirty nine. I am Shelley, and she is Brad. Correct. That's close enough. We we'll are we are on the air uh, until uh, normally until eight o'clock. Uh, we're going to go again till uh, nine. Yesterday afternoon, I'm still depending, you know, deciding what's going to go on this. Uh, we're doing an afternoon shift as well too. And uh, yesterday, every time I turn off the uh, turn on the microphone for Shelly, I hear. No, 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 no. That was not yesterday. You say that it was the day before, and I wasn't sleeping. I was tired. Oh. There's a difference. Whoa. Man, slaving over a hot microphone five hours a day now, how can you handle it, right? Hey, man, it's, the struggle's <laughs> real. Yeah, the struggle's real. Uh, and you can find out more, unfortunately, about the struggle. Uh, you can check out uh, one of our new websites, westplex.news. 
it's an aggregation site. We have a lot of good stuff on there. Matter of fact, the top article right now is about how the Embassy Suites uh, by Hilton in St. Charles, right there, uh, I-70 between, um, I guess now you could call it between the 94 and the Convention Center overpass. It used to be, what that used to be called, the Fairgrounds overpass. Um, they've closed. Um, because of the fact, matter of fact, they report the fact that uh, there's a recording on the hotel's main line, quote, as a result of the health and financial crisis and its impact on our business, we've been forced to suspend operations until further notice. A lot of other operators are laying off their staffs, occupancy plummets, um, and that's sad. James Strong talked about that uh, last, uh, you know, when we had him on the air. He's a world traveler, a United States traveler, uh, coming up on 2 million miles uh, flying, and uh, he hasn't gone anywhere in two weeks. And here's a guy who's normally on the road four or five, uh, sometimes even six days out of the week, traveling nationally, internationally, and he hasn't uh, stirred out of uh, his house in O'Fallon in uh, two months. No, two weeks, I think he said. Wasn't he said he said two weeks he's been at home? Yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah, so... That's, you know, once again, it's the trickle-down effect. You know, it's one of those crazy things. A lot of people don't realize it. But that's why when you get into business and then you hear somebody who, like some government official who says, well, the businesses should pay more taxes and the businesses need to have more regulations. Like, okay, come on, let's switch jobs for a week and you'll find out what it's like to really run a company and really do all the goofy things that the government says we should be able to do, right? Pretty much. 742. Plex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. You know, there's certain songs you can remember exactly the last time you heard or where you were the very first time you heard it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where were you? I was driving uh, with my daughter when she was a senior in high school. This would have been her last uh, state championship. She was on the dance team. And we were driving to Excelsior Springs, Missouri, which is just outside of Kansas City. And uh, that's where she was competing at um, the uh, statewide uh, dance team, whatever you call it, competition. And uh, what a nice high school. I mean, it had this beautiful gym and this incredible football field. I'm going like, wow. And Excelsior Springs is sort of like a, I don't know, sort of like a, a you know, uh, uh, similar to... I would say, like, as far as in Kansas City, I would say it would be sort of, like, similar to, like, maybe Warrington. Eh, maybe not that far out. Maybe maybe Wright City, as far as, like, where they're at in the Kansas City metro. I mean, it's part of the the metro area, but it's not necessarily, you know, like, right in, you know, like, 270 and, and 40 kind of area. It's, it was, it's more out. And it was, it was a nice place. And I remember driving down a highway and uh, heard that song and... And, and, and oh, oh, this is my new favorite song. I'm going like, hmm, I wonder about my daughter. <laughs> if, if, if some guy does her wrong, <laughs> they'll have slash tires and, and, you know, beat out headlights. And they'll have, they'll have Gabrielle, uh, you know, uh, carved into their, uh, their uh, leather. Is that her name, Gabrielle? Is that, is that what my daughter's name is, Gabrielle? In your world, it is. <laughs> I had somebody the other day ask me about that on my recording. Who's Gabrielle? Oh, that's my daughter. No, your daughter's Amanda. No, my daughter's Gabrielle. That's a long that's a long story. Don't don't ask that. I get in trouble. God, I get in trouble with people when I talk about that. They're my family members who just get so mad at me when I call her Gabrielle. But, you know, especially her. She won't talk to me anyway, so maybe that's because I caused her called her Gabrielle too many times. You know, now you think so? I gotta watch out for my daughter because if I make her mad, you know what she says to me? What does she say? Dad, if you are not careful, I'm gonna sue you. 
That's actually kind of cute. I'm not, yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. No, she Keep actually going, does. Amanda. She actually doesn't say that. She just ignores me all the time. That's the whole deal now. 7.55. Westplex 107.1. Harry Styles, who uh, was it last month, got mugged in London. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you know, you would think somebody like him, don't you think he'd have like security with him all the time? You know, I would think so, but some people are uh, daredevils. Well, they maybe they're just average Joes. You know, I mean, you know, you see, uh, you see, sometimes you see all the uh, the TMZ pictures of like the stars in the in the grocery stores, like in, in L.A. and places like that. Um, you know, what's uh, Alec Baldwin's always getting in trouble with somebody uh, in you know in, in the street in in New York where he parks. Well, that's his... because he doesn't shut his mouth. <laughs> You know, he's always getting into a fight with somebody who gets into a parking space in front of him or something like that. He doesn't even have a driver. He's driving himself. How can that be? Hey, it's BS in the morning. We are doing our best. We are on OT right now. We are doing our best to try to move things forward as far as what's going on. I know the news is bleak. Uh, Although yesterday the news was great for the stock market. I have to see if it carries through today. Uh, I have to be honest with you. I, I, I get a little bit frustrated by... Um, once again, the politics thing. And if you've been following this, this big uh, bailout bill they're trying to get through the Senate. Did you see all the stuff that the uh, the uh, one party sh- who shall remain nameless stuffed into the bill? Like 30, No, 30... I, I heard that they were doing that. And I just think that is so ridiculous. I mean, it's rude. Thirty five million dollars for the Kennedy Performing Arts Center. I saw that. <laughs> I'm going like that is ridiculous. Whoa, hold I mean, on a minute. our country is in peril. Well, I, I get the bill passed. That's what they do with bills, but this should be different. This I, I, I they should not be taking care of their personal agendas right now. They should be helping the country get back on its feet. I couldn't agree with you more. But there are people like, well, the Kennedy Arts Center. I'll go. Hey, hold on. Look. I support the arts. I think the St. Louis Symphony is great. I think that all the things we have in the St. Louis area nationally is great. But you know what? When it comes down to, um, you know, moving things forward, if the symphony doesn't play for like a couple of weeks, that's not going to kill anybody. You know what I mean? I mean, there's not going to be people going like, oh, my God, I can't live. The symphony is not playing. You know? I mean, isn't that, is, is that essential? The symphony? Uh-huh, the the Kennedy Center. Is that an essential organization? Well, well you and I sound like we're on the same the same uh, same page. I say not. You know, I mean there's more important things. Now I get it that you know, you still have to move life forward, but it's, it's once again, it's like it's like if 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 um, like for example, let's say a municipality in the St. Louis municipality in St. Charles County it decides, "Okay, well, you know, tax revenues down, we get a lot of our money for sales tax and sales tax is obviously down. We got our choice between um, you know, opening a new park and uh, you know, uh, repaving X, Y and Z streets, okay? I'm going like Hey, forget the new park, repave the streets, right? I mean, aren't you sort of on the same page as that? Well, I kind of love my parks. <laughs> yeah, but, once... but what they're doing up there is wrong. Well, it's wrong. I'm sorry. You know, Shame on them. That's you know, what I say. The the problem is there's 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 two issues, and I and I and I have to say there's two issues that we have that the government just spends money like crazy. Now there's this stuff that's talking about you know we at least in St. Louis County you vote voted for I guess in St. Louis County and St. Louis City voted for Proposition P, uh, Proposition P, which the money was supposed to go for police, and now they're diverting that to all sorts of different things. You know I'm going like okay when people voted for that they said hey you know you know support our police I support our police okay they do a tough. job. 
job? You know, uh, are they making as much money as they should? Eh, probably not. You know, I mean, do they need more, you know, funding and support? Yeah, they do. But yet, you know, you pass this thing. It's like the goofy thing with way back when, when they pitched the casinos and the lottery. Hey, this money goes toward education. Yeah, but all they did was they just reduced the amount of money out of the general fund that went and funded education, and then they just took that casino money and put it in instead. You know what I'm saying? It's just sort of like, okay, I get it. but And, and not only that, it's to the point where why is it that we always have to have, quote-unquote, sin taxes that do good things? You know what I'm saying? Sin taxes that do good things. I don't know if I understand that. Okay, a sin tax is something uh, that, like, you know, I don't know if it's used too much anymore, but it used to be a popular term. So it's a tax on something that we normally shouldn't do. Gambling, drinking, now, like in Illinois, what's going to happen in Missouri? Well, well, what's going to happen? It's already in Illinois, but what's going to happen in Missouri when you buy medical marijuana or, you know, regular marijuana in Missouri? It'll come someday. There's a big tax on that. You know, so in other words, it's a sin tax. They're making money on Oh, I get it. On things okay, thank that, you. that are quote-unquote sinful, you know, that we're not supposed to be doing, but then you rationalize by saying, hey, when you go and gamble at the casino, you're helping kids at school. Yeah, and no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, when you go and, uh, you know, and, and it would be like, if, you know, I mean, the next thing is, I say this, and I may not live long enough to, to, uh, to uh, uh, you know, see this happen, but you watch. Next thing, legalize prostitution. Well, they've already got that in Nevada, do they not? Yes, yes. But what you watch, it'll come to Missouri. And some guy will get on TV, Hi, I'm Joe Smith, and I'm for legalized prostitution. And every time you go and see a hooker, it helps buy school books for school children. Just think about that, <laughs> men. Every time you go to that red light district, you're helping put our kids through school. I mean, that's what they're saying with the stupid lottery. You know, they run commercials. Hey, when you go and buy those lottery tickets, which you have... One in ten million chance of winning. You're helping our school kids. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it's like that's what they say. I know. I mean, then they run the. This ads. doesn't have anything to do with what they're doing up there in Washington. It does because of the fact no. that yes, because they're 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 putting the money where it doesn't need to go. You know, I mean, because they're sitting there. That's what they do. I mean, I hear that's what they do. I'm not political, but I hear they've got this, you know, that they get this really good bill that's going to do a lot of good for a lot of people. And then they sit there and they slide one of their pet projects in there and which may or may not do good for the American people, but it's something that they want. And then nobody votes on it or they do vote on it. So they get their little pet project in there, and that's what they're doing now. I, just, I think it's wrong. I just got texted by the smartest woman in the world. She said, read the actual enacted bill before you start spouting fallacies. I did, and it talked about the Kennedy Center, $35 million. Yes, I read did. that in there, but maybe they took that out. But you know, but once again, the, the deal with, with all the, deal, the things that you know, they have us vote for, I mean, like, it's to the point where, like on the sales tax deal, their places in the city, the sales tax, I think, is like 12%. You know, I mean, and what's crazy to me is, okay, I, I'm a perfect example of that. I can tell you where the sales taxes are high and low because of the fact that I'm such a weirdo that, like, I eat the same thing at certain McDonald's and certain other restaurants. And, you know, like, let's say it's it's two ninety nine. 
you know, by the time they add on tax, some places it's 317, 318, some places it's low as 312, 313. Okay. And, you know, once again, we talked about this the other day, you can go to, uh, on highway K and if you, if you bought uh, highway K and O'Fallon, if you bought the same thing at 10 different stores on highway K and each bill exactly was $10, each bill would be different because every little area there has their little tiff and spiff and TDD and whatever the heck they call it, you know, and essentially, and I get it. It helps the developers come in and develop the area. But, you know, once again, it's to the point where, you know, I don't like it when government picks losers winners you know i just don't like that i mean if you're going to compete compete fairly don't compete with with uh you know and maybe i'm you know maybe into the point where when i apply for my sba loan to keep the radio stations on the air people go you're a hypocrite you know you're you're trying to get bailout money from the government but you know hopefully we'll... did you did you see me send that to you did you see it yeah yeah and i got a couple other people the smartest woman in the world sent it to me as well too but did she good yeah well there was no doubt that she wouldn't do that yeah 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 are you going to take advantage of it what now are you going to take advantage of it you know i have a better chance of when the casinos open so that would be a yes <laughs> no that would be a no because of the fact that is that going to happen for me you know i mean just not one of those things you know to the point where where uh um you know i mean just just not going to happen look it's eight eleven. <laughs> Shelly's going to duck out. It is 811. It's BS the Morning. I am Brad. She's Shelly. Our website and bsthemorning.show. The station website is westplex1071.com. It is 812 now. Westplex 107.1, Jonas Brothers, what a man got to do. 818, good morning. It is BS in the morning. We are doing our best to keep things moving. Um, we have a, another new site up, westplex.directory. You can go to that and find out the uh, restaurants uh, in the area that are still open, the services they provide, uh, the delivery, carry out, whatever the situation is. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also want to mention that this is news, 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 news. Uh, White House and Senate leaders have reached a historic deal shortly after midnight Wednesday on a massive $2 trillion coronavirus relief package for workers and businesses. How about that? The bipartisan breakthrough in the Senate capped days of heated negotiations that had been nearly derailed by last-minute demands from House Democrats. So uh, supposedly $2 trillion. Now, the downside of that is our national debt is already, what, $21 trillion? So now it's going to be $23 trillion? Oh, man, not good. Okay, well, first of all... <laughs> They need to bail the United States out before they start bailing out other countries. Well, I agree with that, like that all along. I mean, you know, we spend so much money on uh, supporting all these other countries to the point. It's like, okay. We do. I mean. <coughs> and it's not that I'm, I'm caught, you know, wishing them ill will, but that the, this is probably the most important $2 trillion that we have spent so far because this is global and it's in our backyard yeah hey uh, here we go let's read off a couple of different places uh that are uh, doing things uh as far as the um uh, restaurants in the uh, mm -hmm. st charles county westplex area and specifically uh these are all on the o'fallon chambers website you can get there by going to westplex.directory Llewellyn's Pub in O'Fallon, Llewellyn's Pub in St. Charles, Llewellyn's Pub in St. Peter's. Uh, they are all doing uh, carry out, that kind of thing. Uh, Magpies in St. Charles, uh, McDonald's.
McDonald's, 70 in Cano Fallon. McDonald's locations are offering service through the drive-thru and lobby, but dining area is currently closed. Ooh, you can go in the lobby. I didn't realize that. Accepting online orders through McDelivery and DoorDash. That's the one right there. They just uh, redid that one, 70 and K, just uh, south of uh, 70 McDonald's Main Street. Uh, Monocle's Pizza, offering curbside carryout. Limited delivery area from the store for $3 with a minimum order of $10. You can also order through Grubhub. That's on Monocle's. Uh, 1224 Highway K, I believe, isn't that the same shopping center that um, um, there's, a, what, a, I believe a Verizon store in there, and also isn't there like a uh, one of those uh, uh, breakfast kind of places, what do you call it, uh, um, you know, you used to hang out that all the time? Oh, Breadco? Oh, oh, I, I, that's a bad word to me, I can't say that word on the air. Um, oh, Nancy, Nancy's Pizza, Nancy's making pizza. Call in an ordering delivery available. No curbside pickup, please. Delivery can be done in-house and through Grubhub. Uh, they are at 2007 Highway K. Uh, oh, Charlie's uh, right there in Highway K. Been there several times. Call in an, order, an online ordering available. Curbside pickup. Delivery available through Grubhub, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Old Hickory Golf Club. Who would have thunk? Curbside delivery. Wow. You can go to the country club and get lunch, maybe dinner too. These are all available if you want all the information. Uh, it is on westplex.directory. That will take you directly to the O'Fallon uh, page. This is the O'Fallon Chamber page I put together, and it has all the different restaurants in the area, has their phone number. Uh, most of them have a web address where you can just click right on and go to the Pasta House on Highway K. God, you know what? Can I tell you something? Pasta House has the best hamburgers. Now, like only a nut like me would go to the Pasta House for a hamburger, but they have a really good hamburger. Well, you are a hamburger connoisseur. Yeah, and and you know what? And 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 you can sub the French fries for some pasta. Did you know that? That I did not know. Yes, I've done that many times. It's good. And uh, you know, you can say, "Can I get uh, can I get some pasta instead of the French fries?" And you know, you don't get much, but still, it's you know. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm a pasta fan. I love eating, um, you know, my favorite thing they don't make anymore. What's that? Scroodles. Oh, the fried apple pies? No. What? I hate those. Scroodles. Oh, okay. Scroodles. You know what scroodles are? Uh huh. No. No, they used to make them right here in St. Louis. I've been to the plant, and I think the plant shut down. RF. It was a uh, manufacturer of pasta products. A Ravarino, Ravarino and Freschi. Uh, they were down on the hill. I actually ate in their kitchen once a long time ago. They had a promotion to promote local products, and they invited us in uh, to have lunch there, actually at the plant where they make the pasta. And I believe they went out of business, but they had a, uh, a thing called Scroodles, which essentially were the, uh, I don't know if they trademarked that or not. I thought it was a cool name. It was the Rotini pasta, you know, the things that look like like screws. You know, they look like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're, isn't it, aren't, isn't it called Rotini? Isn't that what they are? Here, I, I don't up. know the answer to I'm that gonna question. I'm going to look that up. I believe that's what it is. Rotini pasta. God, they were good. I used to, you know, okay. my kids, I, my kids get mad at me because of the fact that, that, you know, my daughter especially. God, I used to cook for them all the time. And my daughter was, everything you ate sucked. Everything you cooked sucked. What she said to me recently <laughs> was she was she being nice to me or what? Hold on a minute. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I mean, I'm slaving over a hot stove for my kids, and now they tell me it stunk. Rotini, yeah, rotini noodles. Uh, yeah, sure enough, what they called uh, they called scrudels. They look like those. They look like like threaded threaded bolts, but with no head on them. Does that make sense? 
It does. Yeah, I love it. My favorite thing. And I guess other other companies make it, but they used to be called scrudels, and I still love that. You know, because they're like look like a screw, and they're a noodle, so scrudels. Scrudels. Yeah, that works. One of my it favorite. Sounds, it sounds like a, a a bread favorite. One of my favorite things in life. Okay, can I tell you when I had for lunch and dinner yesterday? I shouldn't What's admit that? this. Uh, I found the bagels at at the uh, at the Ledoux Schnooks. I had to go all the way to Ledoux to get bagels at Schnooks because for some reason they're not available at the other stores anymore. Okay, so and they were pre-sliced, so I didn't have to put my knife in my car. See, I, I carry this big old knife around in my car so I can slice my bagels. Um, so, but they were pre-sliced, so I went out and I went down to uh, the Schnooks and I bought myself an eighth of pound of hard salami. And then I bought uh, the Schnooks bagels, a pack of six, because you can't get individual ones anymore. And then I got barbecued potato chips. So I cut, well, the bagel was already cut open. I put my salami on it. I put a bunch of potato chips on there. Oh, my God, it was good. You're so funny. <laughs> Not only are you a man-child, you've got the taste of a four-year-old. Oh, that was, well, my, my youngest son, <laughs> to this day, <laughs> it's funny. I'll eat with him sometimes. And he, hamburger, he'll stick French fries in his hamburger, because I used to do that all the time. It was, and people look at me like, what? Years ago, I used to love going to restaurants that had onion rings because I'd put onion rings on my on my sandwich. And then for a while, Burger King actually did that. They had a sandwich. It was like a it was like a like a you know like a like on a like a hoagie roll or something like that. It was like a long burger. For a while, everybody made one of those. You know, it was like the big thing in the hamburger place. It wasn't like a round. It was like a like a long you know like a rectangular kind of bun. You know what I mean? They put like a long piece of meat on there. And the Burger King version had four onion rings on it. And God, was that good. I'm making myself hungry. Yeah, you're making me hungry, too. <laughs> you want me to? Did you know you, that um, the Western St. Charles County Chamber, they actually have a list as well. You're talking into, as, your, you're talking into your Nord again. No, I'm not. Okay. I was talking into my hand. I okay. had my... Okay, better. Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, the Western St. Charles County Chamber also has... Um, they, they've got a project called Operation Spread Hope. And they have community information and resources. But then they also have restaurant specials and offers in the Western St. Charles Chamber area. Cool. Is there a... Yeah. You, you got an address for that? Or is it... It's um, gowscc.com forward slash community forward slash operation dash spread dash hope. See, now you and I, <laughs> I taught you this little trick. They should, I know you did. They should buy another domain. And just like what I did, the problem we had, and I'll be up front with you, the, the westplex.directory is not our website. It's the O'Fallon Chamber. But if you try to find that on their page, it's really hard to get. So I just bought another domain name, westplex.directory, and just pointed it at their webpage. So at yes. that page on their website. So that way, if you want all the restaurants and stuff like that in, in the Westplex, you just go to westplex.directory, and there it is, right? Simple as that. Why do, you know, when I hear, I hear. So does that mean that you can make another page, one for the Chamber of O'Fallon, and one for the Chamber of Commerce for uh, Western? Um, when I get off the air, let me take a look at it. And uh, you know what? Maybe maybe I can put up, you know what? 
I got a goofy idea. Okay, yeah, maybe I can do something. I would with that. love to hear your goofy idea. My goofy idea is that everybody goes back to work. Uh, nobody has the virus anymore. Uh, everybody's uh, good. Well, everybody wakes up tomorrow morning and they all realize it was a bad dream, and everything's back to normal. That would be my that would be my great idea. But you know what? I don't think that's going to happen. But you know, you, I, I don't think so either. You can honey, dream. But that right? was a good thought. Yeah, eight twenty nine, Westplex one hundred seven point one, rare. 8.39, good morning. It is BS in the morning. I am B. She is S. Good morning to you. How are you doing today? I'm fine, B. How are you? Uh, I'm doing just great. Uh, website, bsinthemorning.show, if I didn't say that. Station website is westplex1071.com. You know, I'm going to take a minute for all the people who, and there are a lot of people who have been furloughed, uh, who have been, uh, you know, told to work from home the whole bit. I want to thank all the people that are working the grocery stores, the Schnooks people, the Deerbergs people, uh, all the other different stores out there, uh, the people at Wally World who are uh, showing up for work every day, uh, the post people, the post office. Uh, I was at the post office uh, Monday. I will probably be there again today, uh, pick up a part that I need here for the radio station that was shipped into me. Um, all those people who are driving the trucks, who are delivering all the stuff, uh, the firefighters, the police, the paramedics who have never left their post, who are still working 24-7, 365. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, now, all the restaurants that are uh, not able to have you come in and sit down, but still uh, you know, delivering and curbside service and things like that, um, you know, all the places that are still up and running, uh, because unfortunately, there are a lot of places that aren't, you know, even the construction workers, you know, the guys out in the highways have had, you know, they, they, they did the uh, lane changes on eastbound 70s because they're working on the eastbound span of the uh, of the bridge i mean i know they did i haven't been by there because quite frankly i just don't want to deal with it well no it's it's no problem because there's hardly any traffic i mean it's the point oh, where, well that's true yeah but i'm thinking to myself when they did oh my god because going eastbound it's sort of weird because it splits right there uh just east of fifth street and it's essentially three lanes across the bridge well it's actually four but the the, the if you're coming east on 70 there's there's three lanes the fourth lane is when you get off there at fifth or get on at fifth street but the two left lanes curve over and go onto the westbound bridge they put up a barrier so the westbound bridge is is reduced to three lanes going west and then going east you have two lanes that go off onto the westbound lane of the bridge and be one lane that stays on the eastbound lanes of the bridge and what they're doing is they're putting uh they're doing some major work on the bridge they're doing uh, expansion joint work um i think they're going to paint the entire uh understructure and the superstructure and the whole bit so they probably picked a good time because of the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't uh, driving. Uh, matter of fact, uh, um, the smartest woman in the world, a friend of hers, I think as the story goes, her daughter is a uh, NP flight nurse. She's a nurse practitioner flight nurse. And she uh, sent me pictures that uh, this woman who's the uh, NP flight nurse has taken from one of the medevac helicopters of uh -huh. like 270 and 40 like at four o'clock in the afternoon and there's nobody there. I mean, wow. there's like, there's no traffic jams. And that's the one, you know, if there's a nice thing and man, it's, you almost got to bite your tongue when you say, well, if there's something good about, you know, when you're driving around, there's no traffic anymore. I mean, you know, 
I drive almost every day, and I've yet to be stuck like in any kind of a traffic jam. And normally, you know, I'd have all sorts of places when I drive during the day at southbound 270, a lot of places in St. Charles, sometimes east and westbound 364, especially eastbound 364 in the morning is usually all jammed up as people are trying to make it into the Maryland Heights area. Not anymore. You just jump on there and, you know, set the cruise control for, uh, you know, the illegal speed of 65, and away you go. You know, I mean, there's nothing to it. So, you know, if that's a good thing, maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. I don't know. I mean, it's so frustrating to me to see so many places shut down and so many places closed and so many people out of work. And we do our best. That's why we're doing extra time here in the radio station. Um, well, Shelly was like, you know, sleeping through our, our new afternoon shift on Monday. And yesterday she was... That uh, is not true, the, Brad. On, Stop it. On the, perky, the perkiness scale of 1 to 10. Shelly was a 1 on Monday on the perkiness scale of 1 to 10. <laughs> and yesterday she was a 2 and a half. So... Maybe we'll try to do it again today. And, you know, I mean, even yesterday. I, I mean, was much better yesterday. I, I, you know, here, here, here's a recording of yesterday. Let me play this. Oh, my. Hey, Shelly, how you doing this afternoon? Hey, Shelly, what'd you do today? Hey, it wasn't sh- like hey, that yesterday. <laughs> it was like that the day before. Thank you very much. Hey, hey Shelly, what do you think about what's going on with all the closings? Shelly, uh, what's, what's the river that's in downtown St. Louis? Uh, it was it was brutal. Um, that Monday show was brutal. I'm telling you. Is that why you wouldn't talk to me after it? <laughs> no, I talked to you. You did not. Uh, I'm like, okay, I got it. Okay, <laughs> I've done something. Westplex dot news story on here. Uh, Lindenwood College student test positive for C19. <sighs> Second story, St. Charles Hotel closes, Drury lays off workers as virus rocks hospitality industry. Uh, third story, Elm Street, Circle K in St. Charles closed after an employee test positive for COVID-19. Uh, fourth story, uh, Wentzville police blotter. Well, that's not really too much. Fifth story, oh, fifth story is us. It's BS in the morning, episode 84-1. Uh, sixth story, additional St. Charles County Parks facilities amenities shut down. Seventh story, managed uh, message to public regarding Circle K in St. Charles County. Uh, all sorts of stuff there in westplex.news. Check it out. And uh, also don't forget westplex.directory. That will take you to a list of all the restaurants and the modified services they are offering uh, during this difficult time. Remember how I told you that drive me nuts when I heard, you know. Yeah, in, I know. In this difficult time, Shelly Barr actually falls asleep in the afternoon when she's supposed to be on the radio. Would you let that go? <laughs> OMG. <laughs> In this difficult time, it's tough to keep Shelly her eyes open. She just has a habit of, but maybe that's because the reason Shelly has a problem with that is because Brad's so boring. And in this difficult time, would you call up Shelly and bug her to keep her eyes open so she's not asleep when she's on the air and she doesn't say this constantly? In this difficult time, how about that? Yeah, I've said that one time months ago. And you still live off of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, and just yesterday. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> just yesterday, I asked Shelly that the sound makes, you know, I, and I said to her, I said, I said, Shelly, this is, this is one of these philosophical questions. And I said, if a tree falls in the uh, forest and there's nobody to hear it, what sound does it make? <laughs> no, it usually makes doink, 
Oh, doy. Oh, I got another one. You do that one again. Nope. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen, bud. 847. You just have too much fun with me, Brad. Westplex 107.1. What a great song that is. Alicia Keys, Underdog. That's how I live my life. Yes. Shelly's the overdog, right? The overdog. Yeah. Is there no. such thing as overdog? No. Uh, what are underdog, you? Underdog, overdog? <laughs> it smells like updog in here. <laughs> What's updog, Brad? <laughs> Nothing, dog. What's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dad joke. Two words of the day. First word is, is a stupid one. This is a new one. Covidiot. You know what a covidiot is? Somebody who's got the COVID-19 virus. No. A stupid person who stubbornly ignores social distancing protocol, thus helping to further spread COVID-19. Use it in a sentence. Are you seriously going to visit grandma? Dude, don't be such a covidiot. 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 Oh, yes. okay. I thought you said something different. Covidiot. Did you make that up or did you find that in Urban Dictionary? No, it was sent to me by the second smartest person in the world. Okay. And one other word. This is what this. That... I didn't send that to you. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Covidiot. That's, uh, you know, obviously that's a ha ha funny funny. But here's an important one. Okay. Metal. And not M-E-T-A-L, but M-E-T-T-L-E. You know what the definition of that is? I do not. A person's ability to cope with difficulties or to face a demanding situation in a spirited and resilient way. And used it That's a sentence. You. And they used in a sentence the team showed their medal in the second half of the game. So yes, that should be our word. We should go uh, forward every single day. We are providing, hopefully, what we do is some it's stupid stuff, some is yuck yuck. We're trying to put you in a better mood. We're trying to say goofy stuff. At least Shelly does. Shelly will say, you know, goofy things like, let me think, what would be one of the things that Shelly would say that would people would chuckle at if it would be Shellyism? Here's one of them. I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. Now, that's something that... <laughs> I'm so proud. My mother would be so proud. <laughs> Why would your mother be proud of that? <laughs> she wouldn't. It's Move the, on. Instead of being a cougar, you're a panther. Okay. Uh, is, is, yeah. this, is, this like, is this like everything nowadays that what you used to be, you can't use that term anymore? It's a new term. You can't be... You know, you can't be like a garbage man. You're a sanitary engineer. Or, you know, That's I mean? always been that way, though. <laughs> Whenever titles really got, had meaning, mm-hmm. well, that was, that's where that came from. That was my, my first boss, my first full-time boss in the radio business. That was E.A.W. Smith, Ted Smith. He was always, he had, he had, he had, everybody had to have a title. I mean, I don't care who you were, you had a title, and he gave you a title. And he always said that when you go out in the world and you show that business card, and people go, ooh, you're in, bo- oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the, you know, I was the director of sound design. Now, what's really funny about that is, at the time, this is a long time ago, sound design, nobody, you know, went sound design, what the hell's that? If you watch movies, that's in the credits now. Sound design, sound designer, sound design by blah, 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 well, blah. Well, you blah. really were a sound designer. Well, but I mean, but, physically, you but, had your hands on the yeah, but it, on the music before it went broadcast. But if you went into a room with a hundred people and you said, "I'm a sound designer," people, you know, back then they look at you like, "What the hell do you do?" 
You know, do you like uh, do you like put uh, drop ceilings in buildings so that they don't sound as 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 you know echoey? I mean, you know, what does a sound designer do? Do you design um, you know things to make noise? I mean, you know, I mean, you know what, what do you do? But anyway, that's what he said. So uh, one last thing before we go, I'm just going to, and this is not shameless plugs on my part. Um, eh, to a certain extent it is. Uh, more videos that we put, uh, our, our websites we put up to help you find out information and not necessarily have to search through gazillion different web pages. This one's called westplex.video, and all you do is you go there, and yeah, this one's got three shameless promotional videos on it. It's got one for RSAA Roofing, or excuse me, RRSA Roofing. Uh, it's got a video on there for Allen's Tree Service, and it's got this tremendously shameful promotional video for BS in the Morning. We wouldn't do that. But here's what you got. The fourth story down, therapist offering virtual support during COVID-19. That's from Channel 5. Humane Society offering curbside adoptions. Get this. That's Channel 5. Uh, St. Louis restaurants trying to survive uh, coronavirus restrictions. That's Channel 5. Uh, When should you seek coronavirus treatment? That's Channel 5. St. Charles County executive on coronavirus. There's an interview with uh, Steve Ellman. That's Channel 5. Uh, Lift for Life Academy hand delivering breakfast and lunch to students. That's Channel 5. Uh, U.S. stimulus package, uh, another one by Channel 5, another one by Channel 5, another one by Channel 5. There's a Channel 4 video, uh, Channel 4 news update, all on westplex.video. If you want to keep up to date on the videos, and these are all just short little videos. They're either videos of uh, newscasts from the local TV stations, or they're just raw video that the local TV stations have put up on there, as well as videos from us. Uh, Shelly and myself and also Fallon TV, St. Charles City TV, a bunch of different sources. It's all on westplex.video and it's all right there and it's really easy to navigate and it's to help you sort of get through quote unquote this difficult time we're in, right? <laughs> yes, Brad. I hate that. <laughs> I know you do. I mean, but you know, isn't it to the point where, you know, there's certain things that get to be to the point where's the what's the saying hackneyed phrase where to the point where it's just to the point where it's like okay stop it don't want to hear it anymore oh you know? hell hacking well no no i mean it's that's just what the, i call it it's just to the point where it's like you know why is it that and and you know once again you and i and i i haven't told you this up until this point i've actually gotten a little pushback from you and i doing the show and you know, saying goofy stuff. And I've actually had a couple people say well you know it's really not a good time maybe you should be more serious and I said to them, you know what? This is a time when we need to be less serious. We need to essentially, you know, smile a little bit more, um, you know, and not, you know, yeah. Are things sort of screwy? Yeah. Are times sort of funky? Yeah. You know, is it uh, difficult for a lot of people? Hell yeah. But by the same token, you know, you just can't let it consume your life. You know what I'm saying? I do. You got to have some fun. I've learned that from you, actually. Like, for example, when I make fun of Shelly. You know, that's, that's how I have my fun. And you do. <laughs> I believe that. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey Shelly, give us, give us our wisdom. You know, if, if you were, you know, fourth down and two yards, what would you do? Draw back two and punt. Thank you, Shelly. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. Keep that up. Okay. Okay, that's it. We're done. One more break of commercials, and then uh, Caleb will be here to uh, tell you uh, what our call letters are and all that kind of good stuff. Any parting words? Yep. Um, Have a great day, everybody. Um, Just enjoy the day. Listen to the radio. Um, You know, 
focus on your family and uh, just we'll get through this together. Are you Dr. Dobson? Excuse me? Focus on the family? Yes. Are you Dr. Dobson? (laughs) No. No, I'm not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are we going to know who you're talking about? I'm more of um, the painter dude. The painter dude. Happy little trees. Oh, what was his name? (laughs) Oh, my God. He's, he talk about, you know, there's a whole new generation being exposed to him by the internet because that's like one of the most, not, I shouldn't say one of the most, but some of those videos have like millions and millions of views. And it's by people who never saw the original TV. You know, when he, what was his name? God, his, was his name, name was Bob. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bob, um, here, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. If you don't know, here, here, let, let's extend the show. Just, I have to, now that you, you piqued my interest on this, Emily, just go to this. Okay. I'm just going to go into, uh, and to show you how many people are now watching these Bob Ross painting. Okay. Right there. Okay. Here's, here's one. Uh, this one's got 26 million views. This one's 3.6 million views, 3.9 million views, 4.8 million views. And if you don't know what we're talking about, all you have to do is like I just did go to YouTube, uh, just put in Bob Ross painting. And this is a TV show. It was what, it was like a half an hour show, wasn't it? It was, and um, I will say that a lot of lonely housewives, they either watched, none they did this, com- you know, jointly. They watched um, soap operas and they watched Bob Ross. Right, and he was, uh, you know, because he he had that cel- that mellow voice. Here, you on. could do that, Brad. Hold on a minute. And here we put a happy little tree over here. Okay, hold on. And a happy little tree over here. Here we go. I'm playing here. Oh, all the ads are playing. Dun, dun, dun. Come on, come on, come on! Here we got it. We got it playing here. We got it. We got it here. Here, here's the theme song. Remember, there's the theme song. There it is. Remember that? Let's hear him talk here. Hold on a minute. It's just, it's just making hold, me. Hold on, hold on. Here he goes. Oh, come on! It's the Goofy Show. Come on, Bob Ross talk. Called the Joy of Painting. Hello, I'm Bob Ross, and I'd like to welcome you to the 29th Joy of Painting series. Hello, I'm Bob Ross. You think I could do that? Hello. I know. <laughs> Hello. Isn't that cool? Hello. He's just so soothing. Hello, He's like... and he had he had the the hair that looked like he was working for Caleb as an electrician, and he touched two wrong wires, and, and Caleb fired <laughs> yes, him. Yes, he, he did. Goes, but that was get, the look back. You get out of here. You you look at your hair. Look what you did. You know, Caleb would fire that guy. You know. Caleb doesn't fire guys, but he, but you know what I mean? He had the, he had the Afro hair. You know what I mean? Bob Ross painting. Yes, I do. Yes. I'm looking we, at him right now. And once again, there's He also a, rocked a beard. Well, oh, I know there's a whole new generation that's watching it on YouTube that never watched it on TV, which I find fascinating. Okay, now we're done. It's okay. 9.04. Don't it's forget. It's 9.04. Have a great day, everybody. Yeah, bsinthemorning.show, westplex1071.com. Those are our websites. 9.04.